there. Welcome to Simple Acts Big Impact, celebrating teen changemakers. I'm your host, Natalie Silverstein. I'm an author, philanthropist, and passionate advocate for family and youth service. On this short weekly pod, I have the honor of meeting tweens, teens, and young adults who are volunteers, advocates, nonprofit founders, activists, and fundraisers. My goal is to celebrate and amplify these big-hearted people and the work they're doing, and to inspire you all, no matter your age, to find your purpose and passion through meaningful service to others. I firmly believe, and these conversations will convince you, that every person can make a difference, one simple act at a time. Today is the International Day of Learning, a day dedicated to education. So it's a perfect day to share this terrific episode with 7th grader Ned Kay. During the pandemic, Ned was frustrated with online learning, as so many students were. He started working with a mentor from a great organization we featured in the past, Curious Cardinals, and he created a blog dedicated to education. Ned shares his opinions and research and interviews with experts about education. Ned's story is another example of taking a difficult situation and creating something positive and helpful that benefits others. Welcome back, everybody. I am really delighted to introduce you to Ned today. I'm going to let him introduce himself and tell us all about what he enjoys doing. Um, Hey, Ned, how are you? Hi, uh, I'm good. (laughs) My name is Ned Kelly, and I've actually created an education blog. Amazing. Well, first, why don't you tell us how old you are and where you live um, and all those good things, what grade you're in, and then tell us all about the blog. Okay, yeah. I live in Seattle, Washington. Um, I go to Lakeside Middle School. And yeah, let's just start. Um, So an education blog might seem a little random um, to most people, but this actually all started like before COVID. So before COVID, I did traditional school and it was pretty cool. Uh, I liked it. I was only in uh, fourth grade, so I don't I didn't really know what I was doing. But then COVID hit. It was a bummer for everybody, especially kids, because uh, online school, at least for me, my experience, it was way worse than traditional school. Uh, I did not like it. There was just set restrictions uh, on classes. It just felt like copying and pasting. You could literally just turn your camera off, play video games all day, and and nobody would check. So, and then w- when COVID ended, or kind of ended, I went back to normal school, um, and I was super excited. But then I realized it was kind of the same. And I, I, I know a lot of feel, kids feel like that. It kind of feels like there's a subject, and you, there's not that much creativity in a lot of these projects. Uh, so I kind of got bored of school. And then my parents offered me this opportunity to do this like one-on-one tutoring service where I got to make a project. And that turned into my education blog. Nice. So tell me more about like specifically when you say an education blog, is that to educate other people or is it about education? So tell us more about that. It, it's uh, about education because I've been through all these experiences with one-on-one school, with online school, and all, all these experiences in less than a year. And I just felt like there was a lot of stuff that school could do better. And mm-hmm. even though I'm still a seventh grader, I felt like it would be very valuable to share my experiences, basically. Sure. No, you're absolutely right. You know, it's funny, after the pandemic has, you know, as we've emerged out of the pandemic, there has been a lot of research and a lot of people writing about the impact of online learning, of virtual learning, of school closures on children and how it impacted our educational system, the ways it impacted different kids different ways, right? Depending on where you live, depending on your socioeconomic status, depending on your access to computers, et cetera. So I think it's a really robust 
podcast topic. And there have been some books written about it already. And it's, you know, only three years since it's all started. Um, and I think you really hit on something important here. You're, re- you're writing about it from your perspective, from the perspective of a kid who was going through it, which everyone did. Um, but I think that's really useful. So tell us more about the blogs. Are they uh, written from your own personal perspective? Are you interviewing other people, experts, other kids? You know, are you doing research and adding statistics? Like, tell us more about the subject matter of the blogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing all of those actually. So after choosing a blog, which was uh, I chose because I wanted to get better at my writing and public speaking, which is the reason I'm on this. So I can um, and yeah, so I'm very grateful for this opportunity. But yeah, so I started writing about. Uh, stuff that I thought that I was not taught, um, such as goal setting, which uh, after extensive research, uh, interviewing uh, people who uh, have jobs related to the subject, uh, interviewing my classmates, get, gathering data, researching online, all of these uh, pathways that school hasn't taught me and not as much as I should have, even though they're super important, um, as you would know. But yeah, just doing all that, gathering it all together, and then adding my seventh grade perspective uh, and taking a spin on it, even though they've been talked about a lot. And I think it's just uh, very uh, valuable and been an amazing experience so far. Yeah. Sure. And you do interview other students and you interview experts and, and pull in that kind of research and stuff? Yep. Everyone. Yeah. 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 I interviewed many people. Uh, and also that is part of the way I learn because yeah, as I've said, school does not, I, I feel that school does not teach this interviewing process as much as it should. And for many jobs, it's very important. So I've learned how to interview people. I've learned how to speak better uh, in, in public settings, which I'm still working on. But Which is okay. You're only in the seventh grade, but you're absolutely right. I think school, you know, traditional schools don't give kids the opportunity to present their work in a way that's compelling, you know, to really analyze things, to to make arguments, right? Like that sort of interactive education, you know, the way that I was educated growing up and like we sat in rows, the teacher talked, we wrote it down and we walked out the door, right? And unfortunately in some classrooms and in some school districts, that's still the way it's done. And, and you don't learn that way. And you're certainly not exercising these muscles of um, figuring out how to present your case, how to how to analyze things, how to persuade people, right? You're so right that interacting with others and speaking and knowing how to, to make your own arguments and, and to listen, to be a good listener and a good presenter, these are like really important skills. I think that's absolutely right. So tell us some more of your topics. I think goal setting is a fantastic topic and everyone needs a little help with that. Tell us a little bit more. I, I think I saw that you, you wrote about AI. So tell us a little bit about that because that's such a hot topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote about AI and the effects of AI on education. And yeah, as you said, everybody's talking about it. It's a huge subject, but I took my uh, my student perspective and took a spin on it. And I also did research and used it a lot. So while writing that, while writing about that and what my perspective on it, which is basically, I think it has the, it has the possibility to be very devastating, but also uh, very productive for many uh, people. And also I feel schools should adopt it way more than they are right now. Personally, I have, a, my school is a little more ahead than lots of my friends' schools, which we have like a basically a whole half class focused on AI, which I think every school should be doing, but even younger ages from elementary school to all the way to high school. You're absolutely right. 
You're right. It's so funny, you know, when you're when you're afraid of something, when you're sure that something is going to be bad or it's going to be used for bad things or people are going to cheat using it. If you take that perspective on it, if you if you operate from a place of fear, you know, there was this whole thing about AI and and no teenagers were going to write their own college essays anymore and this was going to be so unfair and all this stuff. Like as opposed to really embracing the technology and trying to figure out a way to incorporate it into our classrooms in a way that's productive and that will help people. And that's like a positive, putting a positive spin on a technology that's not going away, right? It's here. <laughs> so how, how are we going to, how are we going to work with it? I completely agree. While writing about it, I related it to uh, the calculator just on a way larger scale. Right. Uh, yeah. People had a calculator. There's nothing you can do about it. People are going right. to get access to it. So, right. So interesting. You know, it's funny. I wonder if you go, if you went back to the year that the calculator, the modern calculator came out and, and looked at like articles, I bet you would see the same exact things being said about what is being said right now about AI, right? Every new thing that comes along that is different or that feels like it could be somehow utilized to cheat or whatever, people have this, you know, reaction, this crazy reaction to, um, as opposed to saying, huh, this is interesting. It's here now. How are we going to use it to our benefit? And, and you're so right. The calculator is a perfect example or this or the cell phone, right? You know, the, the, the having all of this technology right at your fingertips in my lifetime, that that was not a thing that we all had, even the computer, right? <laughs> the way that we're sitting here talking to each other right now. Um, change is inevitable and embracing change and, and figuring out a way to work with it is is so, so important. And I just think it's incredible that you've figured this out at such a young age and that you're trying to put good material out into the world so that people can learn from it and to get your perspective. So how do, how do you share the blog? How did you put together the you know webpage with your blog on it? How do you promote it? How do you get people to read it, to come and see it? Like, tell me more about the actual kind of nuts and bolts of it. Yeah. So I created the blog on Webflow, which before that, uh, I had never done any coding, any website creating anything. So that was a completely new skill that I've also learned. But yeah, right now I'm kind of, I've made many posts and uh, in depth uh, on topics that I really like and I'm really proud of them. So I'm kind of in the phase of trying to get my work out there, which is like, I'm really grateful to have this position to share my stuff on this podcast. And right now I have a lots of, uh, right now only friends and family members and classmates I'm reading it, but I'm trying to um, push it out there as far as I can. Right. So you have, so if I went on to your webpage and I added my email address into your system, then it would push out new work to me via email, right? Like, so you're trying to kind of grow your list of people who, who subscribe and you push it out to them. Is that, is that right? Is that how it works? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so would I get a notice if I signed up for your blog, which I will, um, would I get a notice whenever you post a new essay? Is that how it works? Or do I have to kind of go to your website to see it? Uh, yeah, I will. I will email you. Yes. So you will get it. <laughs> I would get it in the Yeah. And that's amazing because then it's like a newsletter, right? It's like, oh, Ned came out with a new a new topic. I, like, I want to see what he has to say. Um, and then that's how things go viral, right? Because I'll get it. And then maybe I share it with someone or like you said, if, you, if it's on Twitter or on a social media platform and you really touch on something that people are really interested in, in talking about, then people start sharing it. And this is how it how it gets out into the world. Do you think you might want to be a writer when you get older? I know you're still young, but it seems like you're really interested in writing. Is that something you'd like to pursue? 
Honestly, this all started out because I did not like running, actually. It was one of my <laughs> least favorite subjects. So uh, I right. did not, I still like, I like it way more, but I still don't feel like being a writer. I feel like more like entrepreneurship, um, maybe a business person, um, which is actually what right. I'm going to start. Uh, that, that's what my next project is going to be. Um, we're still working uh, on it. But yeah, so definitely not a writer, though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I think you raised a really great point, which is number one, you did something that was hard for you and that you didn't always enjoy. And by doing it, now you actually have, you know, you're better at it and you're probably not as, you know, anxious about writing because you're doing it so frequently. That's practice makes perfect, right? But secondly, I think what's really important is it doesn't matter what industry you go into, right? Really doesn't. Speaking, public speaking, and being able to articulate your ideas and writing them in a, in a compelling way. Um, is so, so important. Even if you're creating a report or you're creating an email where you're trying to persuade someone to give you an appointment or whatever. I, I Writing is a basic skill that so many people don't really have, unfortunately. Um, in this country, we don't educationally. We don't focus on writing and how to write good, solid sentences, compelling sentences. And I, as a writer, I'm just really impressed that you took this thing that was tough for you and you've been pursuing it. And I'm sure at a very high level, and it's going to benefit you, no question about it. Throughout your life, the ability to write compellingly is going to be like so, so important no matter what you end up doing. Well, this is awesome, Ned. I'm, I really am just so impressed at your age. And again, you started this a while ago. And um, I just think it's, it's really um, special. You are not the first and certainly won't be the last to share a story with me about a project or something that has come into their lives through the pandemic, which was such a tough time. But I think so many young people took that really challenging time and turned it into something productive. So that is really inspiring to me and to all of my listeners. So Ned, tell us where people can follow the blog, see the blog, sign up to get it in the email, tell us everything, all of the ways to get in touch and, and to learn more. Yeah. So you can go to uh, my website by just searching Ned Kelly Webflow blog and uh, it'll, it'll be one of the top results. Right now, I'm still working out the kinks on sending emails. I, I, it's still kind of in its early stages, but I'm hoping that's why I came here to, g to gain as many people as I can. Um, but yeah, there is my emails there. You just, uh, you can just contact me and I'll send it to you. Yeah. Awesome. So people should, should search Ned Kelly blog and it'll basically come up. Well, Ned, thank you so much for sharing this with our listeners. I think if nothing else, I think you've inspired everybody to sort of take a bad situation, <laughs> um, a challenging situation and try and turn it into something, you know, really productive where you can learn, where you can share what you've learned with others. I just think it's, it's really wonderful. Good for you. Um, I'm wishing you the best of luck with it. Stay in touch with us and tell us how, how it all turns out. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> take care. Thanks so much for listening. If you were inspired by what you heard today, please follow, rate, and review. These things really matter. And if you know a tween or a teen who is doing great things in his, her, or their community, send them my way. I'd love to meet them and share their stories with a world that could really use a dose of inspiration right about now. You can get in touch with me through my website, simpleaxeguide.com. Until next time, remember to keep eyes, ears, hearts, and minds open to the needs of others. And always, be kind.